What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of The Night Shift. What's up, everybody? I hope everybody's doing well today. As always, I am your host, Zach Hernandez. And today, I got my good friend, Finn, on the pod. Say what up, Finn. Yo, what's good? Finn's uh, he's a good friend of mine. We talk NBA and NFL quite a lot. Um, and I definitely thought it'd be good for the pod. And that's why he's here. It's going to be a lot of fun. We got a few things on the slate today. Um, but before we start, I'm going to put you on the spot real fast and just ask you, just a couple of questions so that people can kind of know who you, you know, who you are as a sports fan. Um, so what teams do you root for? Uh, I am a diehard Falcons fan. Uh, I've been a Falcons fan for life. I'm a Clippers fan. So uh, it's a little tough, but it's all good. Uh, I follow the Sharks. Uh, I'm a Giants fan too. Heck yeah, dude. A little all over the map there, but it's all good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what, when did the Atlanta Falcons fandom begin? How did that start? Man, uh, well, I was playing the Wii back in like, <laughs> like 2011, 2012, the one with uh, Troy Polamalu and Larry Fitzgerald on the cover. Oh yeah. And I was just randomizing the teams. I didn't really have a team. I was just getting into football, and I saw their logo, and I was like, "That's a cool ass logo." And uh, wow. ever since then, man, I've just I've just been a fan. Yeah, they do have a fire logo. Um, yeah. Heck yeah, bro. Um, you got any favorite players in the league? Doesn't have to be on your favorite teams. Just uh, well, I mean, I'm gonna represent Julio. I'm gonna represent yeah. Matt Ryan. I like Dame. <laughs> Dame is cool. Yeah. Um. Nice, bro. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, and one more. Let's see. In honor of the NBA playoffs, which we're gonna talk about in just a minute. Um, clutchest player in the NBA. Who do you think it is? Man, I mean, I got to go Dame. Nice. That's my He's my favorite too. player, man. I, I got to go Dame. <laughs> yeah, I get a few answers. I get I got Steph uh, before, and I think the answer is Dame. As much as I love Steph, I think Steph's pretty mm-hmm. clutch. But, man, my answer will always be Damian Lillard. That guy is just a different breed when it comes to the final shot. Um, of course. But, man, I appreciate it. Appreciate you answering those. But let's hop into this, bro. Um Obviously, we're in the NBA playoffs right now, and it's the first round. There's been a lot of crazy stuff going on. Um, you know, we had the Nets get swept yesterday. Yeah, uh, wow. Yeah, that obviously threw us off for a loop. Um, I will say, anyone who listens to my podcast, I, I was, I'll admit that I was completely wrong. Uh, that was a pretty bad take uh, as it looks from it right now. You know, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, I really had a lot of faith in those two guys to show up, and they did, and they got swept, and I really thought they were going to win that series. So, Kyle, man, I don't know if you're listening to this. I had you on last time. You were right, bro. You were right. I was completely wrong, so I'll let it be known. Um, 
But that caught me off guard, man. I mean, what were you expecting in that series? Did you think that was going to happen? I didn't think so. No, I uh, I thought the Nets were definitely going to make it to at least the Eastern Conference Finals for sure. Uh, I'm a little surprised about Kyrie in the fourth. I mean, you kind of got to incorporate him a little bit more. And uh, I think there's a little bit of a thunderstruck going on with uh, KD and Brandon Ingram. I think they kind of switched a little bit. Brandon Ingram, he's been going off, man. Yeah, I mean, he looks just like KD when he's out there playing, dude. I mean, he's got that same play style. Um, That's funny you said Thunderstruck. That movie was really cheesy, but it was pretty (laughs) good, dude. (laughs) Um, But yeah, man, you know, beginning swept in the first round, especially since a lot of people had the Nets, you know, at the beginning of the season making it far because that team is so good. I mean, you got, I mean, they just don't play defense, but when you have that much offensive firepower, you expect a lot, but I saw the stat today on ESPN, I think. And it said, this is the first time that the top two title favorites in the NBA, both did not win a playoff game, which was Mm. the Lakers and the nets. Ah, that's just crazy to hear, dude. It's uh pretty wild. Uh, didn't definitely didn't expect that from the Nets, but let's move on to a couple other series. Um, that one was pretty easily in the Celtics' favor. Um, we'll talk about the Warriors, man. Uh, obviously, that's my team. I actually wasn't able to watch Game Four. I was or Ooh. Game, yeah, Game Four. I was up. Uh, I was up at the lake, and I had no service. And I was like, you know what? It's okay. They, they, these boys are gonna win. Uh, I, I, it's okay. I'll just see what happens when I get service. And then they ended up losing. Um, you know, I saw that final play by Steve Kerr, that that final, well, not final, but when they when they were going to try and tie the game, he threw a lob to Andrew Wiggins. I don't know if you saw that. Um, not a very good play call, but I, I have faith in my boys to get it done tomorrow night. You think they'll get it done tomorrow night? Uh, absolutely. I got them winning in five. Uh, Difcon five, bro. It, it is a nasty, nasty lineup. Jordan Poole obviously is just – He's been going off. He didn't get on the uh, the most improved player list, which is kind of crazy. I'm not gonna lie, man. I think a lot of people agree with me on that. And you know, the Nuggets this year they're just not there. They're, Murray's injured. Porter's injured, man. I think next season they'll definitely be back and they'll be looking for vengeance. Yep, I totally agree. And before that series even started, I had the Nuggets winning one game, so I'm not worried at all. Now, if the Nuggets end up stealing tomorrow night's game, I'll be a little concerned. But Warriors in five, man. Um, Suns and Pelicans. That's been interesting, uh, especially obviously with Deep Book going down. But the Pelicans look good, man. You got any thoughts on that? Well, I mean, as you said, Devin Booker, man, that's it's a game changer for sure. He was putting up some, he's putting up a lot of points. I mean, you still got Chris Paul, he's dishing. Uh, yeah. Like I said earlier, too, Brandon Ingram is just a different animal. I was watching the playing game when he played, uh, played the Clippers. He he was just not missing him. like. The first quarter, man, he just did not miss. And, I mean, right now, that man's a walking bucket. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's all I really got to say. Him and CJ, man. I mean, Brandon Ingram and CJ are just – those two together, I mean, that's a good combination that we never really thought about until CJ got traded there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they look really good, man. Um, with no Devin Booker, it's definitely feasible for them to beat the Suns. It's a little scary, a little scary. It is. Zion's Um, Zion's not even back yet. And, I mean, we don't really know what's going on with Zion. There's all type of stuff happening. Yeah, I'm not sure if he'll come back in the playoffs. Have you heard anything? Because I don't know. I don't don't, think he will. I don't don't think think he will will. either. But I guess you never know. Um, Mavs and Jazz. Um, So that game, I I just want to say, man, 
that the Jazz are just frauds. They're, I mean, everyone knows it. I'm not like, this is not a hot take. The Jazz are just fraudulent, dude. They just aren't good come playoff time. Uh, and we're seeing it that they're just getting beat by the by the Mavericks. Um, you know, even without Luca, when they when they had Jalen Brunson going off for forty points, you know, <laughs> what the heck? What the heck? And it's sad because I like Donovan Mitchell a lot, but what the heck is going on with the Jazz, man? Yeah, I mean, I didn't really see Brunson as like that kind of guy, like putting up those numbers, and then especially with Luca coming back, man. It's, it's yeah. looking bad for the Jazz. I feel like just because they have Rudy in the paint, they can just kind of slack off on defense a little bit. And, uh, I mean, we saw it last year when the Clippers played them. Yeah. Uh, man, I mean, I got Mavs in probably seven. I mean, I think yeah. the Jazz can get another game for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think the Mavs win the series for sure. Yeah, I think so. They just look better. Um, so, crazy. Crazy stuff with the Jazz. Uh Memphis and Minnesota, that's been one of the most entertaining series right now, dude. Um, yes, yes. I love how Minnesota's putting up a fight. And the one thing that just scares me is their ability to hold a lead because they've kind of been known as of this series to kind of choke away a couple mm-hmm. leads. Um, it's just maybe it comes down to inexperience. They just that they don't have that playoff. You know, they haven't really been there yet. Only guy that's been there a lot is Patrick Beverly. Um, but, you know, Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, these guys are young and they haven't been to the playoffs. So, you know, maybe that has something to do with it. But then again, they're playing Memphis, who's pretty inexperienced as well. So what do you think about that series? Who you, who you got, man? Um, It's hard to pick because, honestly, I really like both those teams. They're both young. They're both just competitive all the way through. Um, I got Timberwolves in six. Ooh. I think, I think they're going to win. Edwards is just beasting, bro. He's beasting right now. They're targeting John uh, when they're on offense, and that's really helping them. Um, yeah, yeah. They, that series is two-two. They're playing currently. This game, or this podcast, is being recorded on Tuesday at it is six thirty-five right now, and the Timberwolves and Grizzlies are playing, and it's the end of the third quarter, and the Timberwolves are up by eleven. So, if they win this game, they'll be up three-two. Um, Boom, let's go to the other team that's playing right now. Heat and Hawks, uh, which is, you know, the Heat are up 3-1, and there's four minutes to go in this game, and they're winning by 10. So, you know, with no Jimmy Butler, it looks like the Heat are going to close this series out in game five. Um, I was hoping Trey Young would be able to put up a little more of a fight because I'm a big – she's probably my favorite player in the league. I'm a big Trey Young fan, but, you know, that team, that Hawks team is just no match for the Heat team. They're just not as good. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, I was looking at the stats last night, and Trey Trey Young dropping nine points is it's not gonna help, man. And then right now, currently, he has eight. I mean, he does have like seven rebounds, six assists, but. But you say he's got eight points right now. Yeah, Trey Young has eight points. Ah, uh, he choked it, bro. I stray went away. He melted. I stray melted. I guess, <laughs> I guess so. It's uh, it's crazy, and Jimmy's Jimmy's been killing him. I, I mean, know. he dropped like forty five points one game, and then. He had like I think it was maybe like twenty five or something, and then he dropped like another forty. I was like, oh my goodness, Jimmy's a bucket, dude. He's sick. I love Jimmy Butler. Yeah, He's super yeah. sick. Um, but yeah, man, I was. I mean, we all knew. I think for the most part that the Hawks weren't going to win, but like I was, like I said, I was hoping Trey Young would be able to maybe steal another game. But 
Wasn't able to. It's all good, though. He's got a bright future. Um, but Miami's no joke this year. They're legit. Sixers-Raptors. Uh, you know, they uh, Philly started 3-0. and They started out with their first three games, and they won them. But Toronto, sneaky team from Canada, man. Mm-hmm. They uh, they got they stole two. Shoot, you think they're gonna? You think they could pull off a three zero comeback or what? I'm not really sure. I think Harden needs to do more. I think he needs to do more for the team. But I still got the Sixers, man. I think the Sixers still win it. It might go to seven, but I can't. I can't see them losing in the first round. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I don't think. There's no way the Sixers blow this lead. Uh, Toronto's a good team, so them winning makes sense. But, you know, uh, Philly's just better. And Joel Embiid, all you got to do is just edge them over one more time, dude, and uh, you'll get to that next round. So, you know, good. I That'd be sick if Toronto somehow did it. But yeah, I don't see it yeah. happening. And I don't I don't honestly think it goes seven either. I, I just think it'll be, uh, it'll be done in game six. So... That series has been wild, but this next one, the last one, I think, I think we've covered all of them. I just wanted to skim through all the series, the Bucks and the Bulls. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a confusing series just because the Bucks are clearly better. They've been better all year. That's been no debate. The Bulls have kind of shown to be not super legit because they've lost. There was a stat or something in the regular season where, they didn't like beat any team over 500 or they had like one or two wins over uh, against teams over 500. The Bulls, they, they have a good roster, but they just, they don't play like it sometimes. Do you think the Bucks close it out next game? You think game five, it's done? Yeah, I think for sure. I mean, they could lose and then they'd win in six, but man, if the, Buc- if the Bulls are going to win, man, I mean, DeMar, DeMar has, I think he was good this last game, but Got to score. Yeah. And I think Zach Levine just got put into health and safety protocols. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if Zach Levine doesn't play, <laughs> bye-bye Chicago. See you next year. Um, the Bucks should take it. So that was that's all the first-round matchups. Only one team has advanced so far, and that's the Celtics, and they whooped up on Brooklyn. Um, I So, as people know, my finals prediction was boring, but it was a rematch. I thought the... It was going to be Suns and Bucks. But, you know, I'm going to change it up a little bit, heading into uh, round two for the most part, man. I still got the Bucks coming out of the East. I don't think it'll be the Celtics. I still got Giannis and the Bucks. But don't don't call it bias, bro. But I got my Warriors coming out of the West, dude. Listen, if the Suns don't get out of this round, Warriors win the West. They'll make the finals. If the Suns do get out of this round, Assuming if those two teams match up in the conference finals, that'll be a good series. But I love how the Warriors look right now, dude. They look good and deadly. When you have a guy like when you got guys like Steph, Clay, and Poole out there at the same time, that lineup is insane. You have three guys who can get a bucket from 35 feet away. So, you know, give me the Warriors coming out of the West, man. How are you feeling? What's your final yeah. prediction as of this moment? Your matchup. I mean, I think I gotta agree, man. The the Warriors look really deadly right now. I think I think they're really hot. Um, and then I mean, I can see the Celtics. I mean, they just swept the the Knicks, or not the Knicks, the Nets. (laughs) The Nets. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I could see I can see either uh, 
Celtics are uh, – what was I talking about? Sorry, I got the, No, this. you're good. Bucks, Celtics or Bucks? Yeah, 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 I could see either either of those two teams coming out of the East. But yeah. I think I definitely got the Warriors right now. Yeah, sir. Heck yeah, man. Um, but, you know, as always, NBA playoffs are going to be super good. Um, so we just kind of wanted to cover all the first-round matchups um, and then give some finals predictions. So you got anything else to add NBA-wise? Because we got a lot of NFL stuff to unpack. Um, but you got um, anything else NBA-wise? No, no, not really. No. Yeah, me neither. Uh, go Warriors. Uh, they, you know, they play tomorrow night, so hopefully they can close it out, get a slight rest, and then they'll be going against Memphis or Minnesota. So here we go, man. We got some NFL stuff to cover. Me and Finn both came onto this show with our top 10 quarterbacks heading into next season. Um, obviously, the offseason is st- – there's still a lot to go, you know. The draft is on Thursday. Um, and, you know, you got training camps. You got all this offseason stuff to go. The NFL season starts in, like, September or August or whatever. But as of this moment, we've both listed our top 10 quarterbacks heading into next season. Um, and we're going to we're gonna share our lists, and we're going to talk about it and see where we agree and where we disagree. Um, you ready to hop into this? Absolutely. All right. So what I'm thinking is we go from one to 10, you know, go from one to 10. Uh, we can go back and forth and say our ones, and then we'll say our twos and threes and all that. So that sound good? Yeah. All right. Here we go, man. My number one quarterback heading into next season I think the best quarterback in the league right now, I don't think it's much of a debate. I got Patty Mahomes. Uh, yep. I, like I said, I don't think – I don't have to say too much. It's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he's, he's my number one too. I mean, insanely talented. Can do it all. Can do it all. What more can you ask? Yep, that's what I was expecting. Um, number two, I think this is where – I mean, it could get a little different. Um, I'm assuming the same, but, you know could be a little different i got the back-to-back mvp i got aaron Rodgers at number two uh he's just you know i don't even know how old he is he's he's old though i don't know exact number but this late in his career man he's back-to-back mvps he's playing like a mvp obviously i mean geez he's just crazy dude uh so i got aaron Rodgers at two but my number three is not far behind yeah i got aaron Rodgers too i mean like you said back-to-back mvps and plays just amazingly. I mean, if you watch him play, it's crazy. You can't really describe it. I mean, he's kind of just he slings it in there. Yeah, dude. Um, one of the things I've always said was Tom Brady's the GOAT. Everyone knows Tom Brady is the GOAT. Unless you disagree. I don't think you do, though. Oh, no, he's the GOAT. <laughs> yeah. he's the goat. Um, Tom Brady's the GOAT. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. But in my opinion, I think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback of all time i think greatest Mm. and best have a slightly different meaning um i guess that's subjective but when i say best i think of most skilled and most talented and i give that trophy to aaron Rodgers. man he's crazy could have been a niner we screwed that one up big time (laughs) we don't talk we don't talk about that though number three like i said my number three was not far behind aaron Rodgers. i got josh allen yeah yeah i got him too i mean (laughs) We all watched the playoffs. We all saw the Chiefs versus Bills game. Josh Allen is cracked out of his mind. 
And if he keeps on doing what he's doing and this upcoming regular season, man, he's he's winning the MVP for sure. Yep. Man, he's uh he's crazy. He's good at everything, dude. He's just he's fun to watch. He's good, man. Josh Allen's crazy. Um, all right. Now we're getting to number four. And I think this is where it could start to get a little different. Maybe not, but uh here we go. So my number four is Deshaun Watson. Um, now, Deshaun Watson, it's kind of tough to rank him. I can see that. But I think there's two ways to rank him. Either one, you rank him as he played before he held out, la- before he didn't play last year. You just take it from his skill from his last game. Or you just don't rank him at all. And I can't see Deshaun Watson being much lower than four because when he played, he was absolutely elite. Um, And I'm assuming he's going to come back and play the same way just because it's not like he was out due to an injury or an ACL or anything like that. You know, he just didn't play again. We may not see the same Deshaun Watson. He's it's taken a year off NFL football. You never know, but I'm assuming he's going to play the same. I got Deshaun Watson at four. Yeah, uh, I got the same thing. (laughs) I mean, if he plays the way he did before he left, man, he's – I mean, dude, he could be number two, man. He's really good. He was putting up some crazy numbers on on the Texans. On the Texans, dude. Like, come on. He's he's insane. I got him at four. Yep. Number five. I wonder if uh, it's going to be the same. I got the GOAT. Tom Brady. Uh, do you have him? Don't tell me who, but do you have him at five? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we both have the same top five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Tom Brady, like we talked about earlier, there's not much to just, I mean, he's Tom Brady, man. The guy 44 or whatever plays amazing. Good at everything. I mean, he's Tom Brady. Um, it's close with some of my guys, you know, with these guys that I have after, but Tom Brady edges him out. So that's my top five. You got anything else to add about Brady? I mean, he's got a lot of weapons to throw to, man. He's really productive. Yep. In the Super Bowl, like every other year, you can't really not have him in the top five. Yep. I agree. All right. (laughs) Hoping for a little difference coming up. (laughs) I think it'll be different coming up here. I think it will. My number six. I got Jay Herbo. Justin Herbert from the Chargers, man. That kid is crazy. He's good at everything. That kid's got an insane arm. Uh, He's accurate. He's got pocket presence. Only things he's missing is a little playoff experience, but that's okay because that'll change this season. Justin Herbert's good at it all. He's going to be a top quarterback for years to come. Who's your number six? Yeah, so this is kind of crazy. Um. I got Justin Herbert at six. Uh, <laughs> him and Burrow are are neck and neck for me, man. They're both really good. And I think it's kind of the debate of the offseason, man. Who's better, Burrow or Herbert? And right now I got Herbert, man. I mean, like you said, pocket presence. He's got more passing yards, more touchdowns, more game-winning drives. And I feel he has he has a better arm for sure. Yeah. Um, I I think so too. I don't I don't think this Herbert Burrow debate should be as close as it, as it is. Uh, I think Herbert is clearly better than Joe Burrow. I don't, I don't think Joe Burrow – I'm not taking anything away from Joe Burrow because I'll get to him. But 
I just think Joe uh, Justin Herbert's on another level than Joe Burrow is right now. Um, but you know, we could talk about that in a bit because I'm assuming Burrow's your number seven because you said they're neck and neck. Yes, yes, Burrow's at seven. Um, I mean, again, you can't really talk about Burrow if you're going to talk about uh, Herbert as well. I mean, Burrow has a better uh, QB rating, higher completion percentage. He has that playoff experience. He took his team to the Super Bowl with a mm-hmm. horrible O-line. I mean, he got sacked the most times. He's talented. He's really talented, and he came off a 20 ACL. He's really good. Mm-hmm. I think for sure he could move up, uh, move up top five for sure. Yeah, and I think that's a I mean that's a huge plus that Burroughs got on Herbert is I mean sheesh, he went to Super Bowl in his second year coming off an ACL tear. I mean that's that's crazy. And being sacked, he got sacked nine times against the Titans, I think. Like that's he's beat up. I mean, you get beat up with the battle line, and they made some moves this offseason to, you know, bolster that, which is great for them. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, that's a huge thing Joe Burroughs got over Herbert is he made the Super Bowl. Still crazy to me, man. No one expected that. Um, So my number seven, I got Russell Wilson. Um, And this is what I think. So my top seven quarterbacks that I just named, I think those seven are on another level than everybody else. I think those should be everybody's top seven quarterbacks. I don't care how you rank them within that. I just think those seven are the best seven. Um, You know, you can have your slight tiers you know, below like Mahomes, Rogers and Allen are probably in like one a, but then you got your one B's or whatever. Russell Wilson, man. Sure. He didn't have an amazing season last year, but I know what I see from Russell Wilson, right? Russell Wilson. He's got the arm. He's got amazing pocket presence. And man, I should know because he, when he was on Seattle, he beat me every time. doesn't matter. Yeah. It just, they always found a way to win. I, I got to watch him beat up on the Niners a lot. And, you know, as much as I hated it, he's just a good quarterback, and I respect that. Uh, Russell Wilson's good at everything. I think Russell Wilson's the seventh best quarterback in this league. I think he's better than all the guys I'm about to name. Um, but I will say this. Russell Wilson had a down year. Yeah, he did. If Russell Wilson doesn't play very well or kind of play similar to how he did last year, I'll see him falling down my list to see that he's not there anymore. That that would be the argument I would make, but Russell Wilson still got it in him. He's t- he's f- so talented. I think what what <clears throat> Denver gave up to get him was like correct. I think that was fine value for for the player that he still is. Um, so I got Russ at seven. You got any words on that or move on to eight? Yeah, I mean Russ is good. He's really consistent. Uh, I mean he could be the Matthew Stafford of uh, 2022 for sure. He's got a no. He's got it all laid out. I mean, he's in a really tough division, so I don't know. But yeah. uh Oh yeah. Hmm? That division's crazy. <clears throat> Number eight. Man, this one pains me to say. Now I think this guy that I'm about to name, I think there are some people that have him like as high as seven, and some people that have him as low as twelve. I got Matthew Stafford, Super Bowl champion Matthew Stafford at eight, not seven, eight. Um, like I said, it pains me to say because I'm a 49er fan. They beat us to get there, and they shouldn't have <clears throat> Jimmy G. <clears throat> but Matthew Stafford, the one the one criticism I have about Stafford is that for some reason he seems to underthrow the long ball just a bit too much. 
and I should know again, like the he did it against the Niners at the end of the regular season where we picked that ball off. But that's the only critique I have in Matthew Stafford's game. I think he's consistent. I think he's I think he's consistently good. I think he's got the I think he's got the arm talent. I think he's enough. Obviously, I mean he's he's a good leader. He stuck it out in Detroit for 12 years somehow, put up great numbers. Now he goes to the Rams first year, wins a Super Bowl. I think it says a lot about who he is um, as a player. And I think Matthew Stafford is the eighth best quarterback going into next season. And you? At eight, I have the most hated quarterback in the league right now, (laughs) Lamar Jackson. And let me say something real quick, man. If you do not have Lamar Jackson in your top ten, what are you doing? What are you doing? Don't look at me like that, Zach. Lamar Jackson, yes, he has he has his production has fallen off, man. He was injured last year and then the year after his MVP year, slight decline. But man, if you watched him this year, oh my goodness. His games against Denver or his game against Denver, he threw over 310 yards, no picks. The game against the Colts. Ooh, 442 passing yards. Oh my goodness. He had an 86.5 completion percentage with 4 TDs, man. And he can still he still runs on the ground. I mean, dude, he he's the second best mobile quarterback in the league behind Allen because Allen's even more of a cheat code. Lamar has a huge arm, and man, if the injury bug can just get out of Baltimore, man, he could he could win the MVP next season for sure. Yeah. Uh, no, I think I think Lamar's MVP days are done. Um, Lamar's good. Definitely. And I will say that the injury bug screwed up Baltimore last season. You know, they had to get a lot of guys to go down before the season even began. So there's no doubt that the injury bug came, came to Baltimore. Um, I'll talk about Lamar Jackson a little bit more when I get there um, because he's not my number nine. <laughs> my number nine is Joe Burrow. Um, I'll get to Lamar Jackson. I'll, I'll answer some of your things too when I get there to let you know where he's at on my list. But I got Joe Burrow at nine. Uh, well, first, did you have anything else to add about Lamar Jackson that you wanted to add? And then we can. I mean, no, no. Okay, I'll cover it. We'll, 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 we'll talk about it in a second. Um, but I want to cover my the last few guys on our lists. Like I said, Joe Burrow. Joe Shiesty. Uh Man, we, we talked about him a lot. I just think the guys I have above him are slightly better. I think the guys I have below him are just slightly worse. We, we already talked about Joe Burrow a little bit. He's my number nine. Who's your nine? At nine, I got Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray's for sure a top ten quarterback. I mean, the playoffs obviously are. It really scared me. I mean, he looked very shook. Um, <laughs> but man, before he got injured this year, he played amazing. He he could have won MVP if he was consistent and didn't get injured. Uh, I really like what he's doing. He's a fun player to watch for sure. Uh, he's got weapons, and uh, yeah. Yeah, good pick, Kyler Murray. My 10 spot comes down to three players, three quarterbacks. Now, I'm going to name them in alphabetical order, so there's no order to this order that I'm about to name, (laughs) just so you guys know. The three quarterbacks, I got Derek Carr, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson. One of those guys rounds out my top 10. You want to take a guess at who it is? It's probably Derek Carr, man. It's probably Derek Carr. You're right. 
<laughs> you are correct, my friend. Derek Carr is the 10th best quarterback in the league right now. Uh, I I don't like the Derek Carr disrespect. Not saying from you, just in general. I'm not a fan of the Derek Carr disrespect because I see it a lot. I see people talking about Kirk Cousins is better than Derek Carr. Stop it. Okay. Yeah. Derek Carr is a top 10 quarterback in this league right now. And I'm going to tell you why. First off, when you talk about quarterback tendencies, he's got it all. Like we've talked about before, the arm, the pocket presence, the accuracy that, you know, he could throw it, he could throw it on the outside. He could throw it on the inside. He's got, he's got the eyes. He could read the defense. Um, but another thing that I really love about Derek Carr that I think separates him a lot from, well, there's two things separate him from a lot of quarterbacks. Number one is he is clutch. Derek Carr is, he's got the clutch gene, as Skip Bayless would say. Derek Carr, how many game winning drives have we seen from this man? I mean, he pulls it together at, in those last, in that last drive or that, those final seconds. Derek Carr is that man. And let's be real, he hasn't had all that much to work with either. Um, he's got he's got his guys there, no doubt, especially now. I mean, he's got Devontae Adams. Um, but man, Derek Carr's that guy, and I think he proves it a lot. But the second thing that I that I like most about Derek Carr is his leadership. And I I I, I like that a lot in a quarterback. Um, I think that, you know, dragging that mangled Raiders team, losing their head coach midway through the season, losing one of their best wide receivers, you know, in the whole Henry Ruck situation, which was tragic, you know, midway through the season, that takes a toll on a quarterback. And, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta bring in the assistant coach to, to coach the team. And Darren Waller goes out for like the last six weeks or, you know, he, he however many, however many weeks he missed. Derek Carr went through adversity last year, willed that team to the, to the playoffs, beat the chargers in their last game, which was a crazy game. Beat them in the last game, went to the playoffs, played the Bengals, and they were like 10 yards away from beating the team that represented the AFC in the Super Bowl. So I like Derek Carr a lot. I think he's the 10th best quarterback in the league right now. Um, and I have him over Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson. Uh, any thoughts? Well, I mean, I also have Derek Carr at 10. Woo! He's uh he, he's really set it uh set up to win it all this year, man. I mean, he's got Devontae Adams now, who he's already built a connection with, and you know quarterback receiver connections. I mean, we saw it with Burrow and Chase. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. He's still got Waller. He's not getting traded. He's not getting traded. I think Card said something on Twitter about that. No, yeah, it's, it's not that. happening. I think Carr's ceiling is extremely high. I think they can make the Super Bowl, which is I mean, their defense, I don't know. I don't really trust their defense, but they got, what's his name, Chandler Jones? They got him. Chandler Jones, yep. I mean, as long as their secondary can step up, man. I mean, he said he's really impressive. He's got that mentality. The whole head coach thing, Henry Ruggs, the whole season, just the Raiders were going through so much. And to see him, like, still being strong and still, like, being productive, game-winning drives, all that stuff, man. I mean, he's got it, man. He's got it. Yeah, definitely does, man. Um, you know, like you brought up about, you know, now they got Devontae Adams and their Super Bowl caliber. I totally agree, man. Um, this team is Super Bowl caliber. And I think now with Devontae Adams, we're going to see an MVP type season from Derek Carr next year. I really think so. 
Derek Carr is my pick for MVP next season. Um, and I think I think he's going to get that. So, you know, I love the Derek Carr respect from you um, because I, I just I don't like how I how I see so much Derek Carr. Hate. I don't get it. I post a lot about how much I like Derek Carr and a lot of people hate on the on the guy. But, you know, he's that guy, I think. Now we'll talk about the honorable mentions <laughs> because you had Lamar. What do you have him at eight? Right? Yeah, I got him at eight. And arguably he could be he could be higher. Higher as in like okay, seven and stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um like I said before, I got a I got a group of guys, which is Matthew Stafford, Joe Burrow, Derek Carr, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, and Dak Prescott. Those guys are all around the same level, in my opinion. They're all close. You could interchange them. Like, I'm not gonna get mad at somebody having Lamar in their top 10. I'm not going to get mad at somebody having, you know, Matthew Stafford out of their top 10. But I don't have Lamar in my top 10. And lists are obviously subjective. And it kind of comes down to your own criteria. And when I rank, when I make a quarterback list like this, this is how I think about it. I have a team next year, one season to win a Super Bowl. Which guys do I want? I don't know the team around me. I just got the guy. Which guy do I want? Because I'm not doing a five-year thing because then you would take age into consideration. Just one year right now, who do I want as my quarterback? And that's the order of guys I would want as my quarterback. Lamar Jackson, (laughs) he's just too inconsistent. He's too inconsistent. I don't – he's not very accurate. Uh, He slings the ball too much. It gets so wild. Turnover prone. Obviously, if we're talking about running, he's the best. I mean, that's a no-brainer. But that's not what I'm solely looking for in my quarterback. I don't want a guy who can just run like crazy but turns the ball over. Everyone turns the ball over. All quarterbacks, every quarterback on this list turns the ball over. But Lamar gets too careless with the ball more than others. And I don't like what I see from him better than what I see from these other guys. Um, Like we talked, like you brought up earlier, the Ravens injuries, no doubt. And Lamar's MVP season two years ago, or like not the last two years, but the year before was insane, but we haven't seen that since. And it's kind of like a Colin Kaepernick situation. Although I'm going to say here that Lamar Jackson is miles better than Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick is nowhere near Lamar Jackson. But it's kind of that same situation to where they have this one good year when nobody knows what the heck to do with them. Nobody knew what to do about Colin Kaepernick. They couldn't figure him out. No one knew what the heck to do with Lamar Jackson because he had a better arm than Colin Kaepernick. He had a better arm. Colin Kaepernick had no arm. He could throw the ball and run. They didn't know how to control it. Now, not saying teams know exactly how to contain it, but they can they can limit him now and force him to throw sometimes, which which leads to turnovers and that leads to interceptions, uh, fumbles, all of that. Um, so like I said, I think I like Lamar Jackson. I think he can be great. Hopefully he can get a wide receiver one to prove that because Marquise Brown won't cut it when all these other guys have Mm -hmm. great receivers, but you know, I can't play the what if game and see what if he had a wide receiver one. I'm going off what I see now. I don't see that. And I'm not going to ask him to to repeat this MVP production that he had because that's just not realistic. That season was absurd. But he's got to do better than what he's done the last two years to make that top 10 list for me. 
Hey, I mean, I respect it for sure. Um, I feel like it's really impressive, and the reason why he makes my top ten is, first off, his offensive coordinator is terrible, absolutely wait, wait, terrible. They, they got Greg Roman, right? Is yeah. he their offensive oh, – he was not our offensive coordinator. He's the reason we lost the Super Bowl. Anyways, <laughs> keep going. Yeah. Um, I mean, he doesn't have a wide receiver one. Sure, he's got Mike, He's got Mark Andrews, but, man, I, I also – I disagree how – how you're saying that they're kind of figuring them out. I don't think they are. I don't think, I don't think they are, man. I mean, he's still putting up, he can, he can be inaccurate for sure. I mean, he had the game against the Browns, which was horrible, but man, I still, I, I think, I don't know. I think he's top 10 for sure. I think once he actually gets, I'm going to kind of play the what if game here, but okay. if he can get, if he can get a good wide receiver, I mean, I think Hollywood Brown's going to take some steps for sure. He's going to take some steps forward. But man, if he can stay healthy and his team can stay healthy, man, I think I think he's for sure a top ten quarterback, maybe even five. Oh, that's where I, I completely disagree with that. I'll I'll <laughs> I'll let you I'll let you entertain an argument for top ten, but top five, get out of here. Um, but no, I, I can I can see what you're saying. Marquise Brown, I think he kind of gets underrated a little bit sometimes. Um, I don't think Marquise Brown is that bad. Some people think he's awful, but he's really not. I mean, he's not a wide receiver one, but you know, he's not bad. But when talking about if he if Lamar Jackson has been figured out, he hasn't been figured out yet. When we talk about figured out, that was like Colin Kaepernick. He got figured out one mm-hmm. season. They knew exactly what to do. And he was trash after that. That was completely figured out. So that's why I say he's better than Lamar uh, than Colin Kaepernick, because he can still produce decent numbers and solid. Numbers. I mean, 11 or 12 top top 11 or top 12 quarterback in the league numbers. That's impressive still. But what he does is not as impressive to me as what these guys do as a quarterback, because what I see from Lamar is that now teams, like I said, I don't want to say figure him out, but they've learned to kind of limit him a little more when it comes to running the ball. And like I've said, this is subjective. My, I want a quarterback who throws the ball. I, I don't, I'd rather have a quarterback like these top guys who all have better arms than Lamar Jackson. All my top 10 guys have better, better arms than Lamar Jackson. Um, and that's what I want. Sure. He's a great runner, but let's see those quarterback skills, man. And I just don't see it as well as those other guys. So I, like I've said, I like Lamar. I hope he does well. I hope he gets a wide receiver one because that team could be, could be good, but, you know, he doesn't crack my top 10. Yeah. I mean, I think we can agree to disagree. I mean, we'll just have to wait till next season. We'll see what's up. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I did want to also talk just a little bit about Kyler Murray. I like Kyler Murray a lot. And like I said, these lists can fluctuate. I mean, these guys are all really close, but my, my Stafford Burrow car, I think they're just better than Kyler Murray just by smidges. Um, Kyler proved to be a little inconsistent towards the end of last year. And then the playoffs was God awful. Um, but you know, Kyler's got potential to be better than a lot of these guys too. So, you know, I like Kyler a lot sucks. He's in my division, but you know, I, uh, I, I've got to give these guys respects to Lamar and Kyler because they're, they can be top 10 just to me. I don't see it. You got, you got anything else to add for your QBs QB lists? Uh, I mean, I could talk about a couple honorable mentions. I yep, mean, obviously, Russ isn't in my top 10, but 
But oh, it's, I forgot it's about a that. Very, yeah, it's a very hard list to crack because there is a lot of really good quarterbacks in this league, you know. And like you said, lists are subjective. And I mean, I just I'd take Garrett Carr over him. I think the highest he'd go is probably probably eight behind Burrow and Justin Herbert. Man, I mean, Wilson, he's really consistent. And uh, I mean, yeah, he's your what? He's eleven, you said, or twelve? Yeah, he's or? eleven. He's eleven. So I mean, he so, could he could crack, but there's just like I'd prefer a car. Like you were saying, how like, okay, one mm-hmm. year to make the Super Bowl, I'm pick. Your your audio just cut out a little bit. Uh, can't hear you quite yet. Say something. Oh wait, say something. Hello. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. Your audio cut okay. out a little bit. Keep going with what oh, you were saying. Where was I? Uh, where was I cut off at? You were talking about uh, how Derek Carr is just a little. You would take Derek Carr over Russell Wilson if it was like a one year. You got. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd take Derek Carr over him. I'd take Murray, Lamar, Joe, Herbert. I mean, at this moment right now, I take them over him. But that, I'm not saying Russell Wilson's bad. I respect your take on him being top 10. And would you have him seven? Oh, yeah. Seven? Hey, I mean, I can respect that for sure. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can respect what you said as well because, like you said, man, quarterback position is is so good right now in the NFL. There are so many good ones. Um, like, you know, Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins were two guys who were probably just outside my top 12. And those guys are talented quarterbacks. So, you know, the, the, the quarterbacks are, are definitely loaded. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely disagree about Russell Wilson. I think it pains me to say because he's been a Seahawk this whole time, but you know, the guy's just talented and he's so good. Um, and I see him as, you know, better than all the guys you named besides Herbert. I take Herbert over him, but you know, like we said, agree to disagree. Um, like, and you know, these lists, it's hard to get mad at somebody's list just because there's like we said, so, so, so many good quarterbacks in the league right now. So anything else you got? Anybody else you want to talk about? I mean, you mentioned back, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think a controversial uh, opinion that I got, I, I got Kirk Cousins over him. I mean, yeah. I think I think I think he's for sure better. He started off the season. Kirk Cousins was just not throwing any interceptions, and uh, you know Justin Jefferson really helps out his case. Even with Dak being in the highest scoring offense last year, still doesn't cut it in the playoffs. Man, it wasn't it wasn't looking too good. I feel like the Cowboys really played down to the Niners level, and I'm not saying that the Niners were bad but you know, i think overall the cowboys were definitely a better team than the niners eh. <laughs> um yeah it's close uh you know they they had a better regular season for sure um biggest thing the niners didn't have was a quarterback but mm-hmm. i can understand that but about Dak and kirk they're so close those two um i don't know who i'd have above i think i'd give the edge to Dak. But those two are extremely close. Um, so, you know, it's crazy how Dak hasn't seemed to be able to produce very great numbers in such a good offense. 
Um, so we'll see it's with no uh, Amari Cooper now. And man, maybe Debo Samuel. Maybe they'll get Debo. There were some rumors about Debo to uh, to Dallas. So, you know. Mm-hmm. We'll never know. I'm, like, I, if you guys haven't heard yet, I'm fine with trading Debo, man. He's kind of, he's starting to bother me. So, you know, uh, let's see if they could trade him for the draft. But yeah, those quarterbacks, man. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else, like we didn't really talk about any other quarterbacks that could be there, but I feel like those are like the top guys. Um, You know, oh, hot take. I'm trying to think. I just popped into my head. Trey Lance. Next season, watch out. Fantasy-wise, top 10 quarterback. I don't know if that's hot. I can't tell. Yeah, might be yeah. might be scorching or might be not very <laughs> lukewarm. I don't know. Trey Lance, man, top 10 in fantasy football next season when it comes to quarterbacks. Book it. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I think he's easily top 10 in fantasy for sure, especially oh, in that yeah. kind of offense that they run. <laughs> mm-hmm. Top seven, book it. No, <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, yeah, man. You, like I said, any other uh, any other quarterbacks you got? Because that's pretty much all the ones I have. I mean, down. that really doesn't. I mean, Matt Ryan's better than uh, Ryan Tannehill. I mean, I've seen a lot of disrespect for Matt Ryan, man. And uh, maybe a little hot take, man. Matt Ryan's gonna have a really good season. I think he's I been like- playing with a horrible offensive line. He's been playing with. Horrible weapons. I mean, they have the whole Calvin Ridley situation, man. Matt Ryan is going to open a lot of people's eyes, man. And there's a lot of Matt Ryan disrespect to the future Hall of Famer, bro. Yeah. Um, I don't dislike the take about him being better than Ryan Tannehill. Um, and I and I I like the Colts a lot because I'm a big John the Taylor fan. So I've been watching a lot of Colts games. And uh that offensive line is insane. They have a great offensive line. They obviously got Jonathan Taylor, they got Michael Pittman, who I think with solid quarterback can be really good. Um, so, and especially with a great defense, I mean, that team's going to be good. So I like that take, man, Matt Ryan, he, he'll, he'll have a good year. I, I like that. I think he could have a good year next year. Um, so I'm trying to think if we're missing any quarterbacks, man, but any of the top guys, Carson Wentz to Washington. Uh, he's just a mess now. <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, he's all right. I put him in the same boat as like Tannehill and uh Yeah, and, me too. Yeah. Which those two guys are better than Jimmy G in my opinion. I don't know how you feel about that, but where would uh where would you put Jimmy G? Like top thirty two. Oh. Like I mean, where where would you put him? Like who's uh, a quarterback who you'd say like yeah, yeah, he's worse than that guy for sure. Jimmy's uh I think so. I think Tannehill, Kirk Cousins, or obviously Kirk Cousins, Tannehill. Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, those guys are better than Jimmy. I don't think it's close. Um, I like Jalen Hurts over Jimmy. I like Jared Goff over Jimmy. Um, I like Mac Jones. Um, <clears throat> Tua, close. Those two guys will battle um, <laughs> because it's pretty close with those two. Um, but, you know, if I had to give a number, Jimmy might be around like 22, 23, bottom nine, bottom 10. Um, mm-hmm. Not in the middle of the pack. I like Jamie's Winston over him too. Yeah, um, I agree. So, you know, a lot of the rookies are probably going to play better. Man. I got Davis Mills over him, man. Davis Mills, Trey Lance. <laughs> He's Trey Lance is going to play better next year than Jimmy did 
any year with the Niners, bro. I I believe it. I firmly believe that. Um, so I've had a lot of Jimmy conversation on this podcast, <laughs> and as you know, I'm not. I don't like Jimmy. I don't like to stand him. So, you know, I'm always down to talk some talk some stuff about Jimmy. Seems like a nice guy, but not a very good quarterback. All right, man. Well, right on for making the list of quarterbacks. Um, let's move on to some division winners because that's what we want to talk about before the draft pre-draft way too early division winner predictions here we go we and me and finn both came with our way too early division winner predictions because obviously the season starts in a long time but as of this moment these are the teams we think will win their respective divisions you ready to rock and roll absolutely Let's start AFC East. We'll start with AFC. AFC East, man. Um, this is a division that I don't think will be very close. I think it's easily going to be the Buffalo Bills. I see the Jets, Dolphins, and Patriots battling for second pretty much the entire season. I uh, I agree with that. I got Bills, number one defense last year, fourth best, best offense. Um. You know, Miami and the Pats, they could fight for, like, maybe a wild-card spot. But that really depends on both their quarterbacks. And uh, I think the Jets could be okay, six or seven wins, but I think the Bills for sure. Yep. AFC North, man. Let's go to the AFC North here. One last year by the Bengals. But I don't have the Bengals winning it this year. I got the Cleveland Browns winning it this year. Uh Deshaun Watson, Amari Cooper. The offense is loaded. The defense is pretty solid. I think they're the best team in that division. Uh, I think uh, I'm going to go with Cincy. I think Cincy is definitely the safe choice. If if uh, Watson plays good, man, it's it's the Browns' division to lose, man. They they could they could absolutely just destroy that that division. <clears throat> yep, agreed. AFC South, kind of a weird one. Uh, I think that was one last year by the Titans, but I don't have the Titans winning it this year. I think it'll be kind of a battle. They'll kind of battle, but in the end, it'll be the Colts, um, like we just talked about earlier. Colts are good, man. They're going to be good. I don't know what they were doing last year, losing to the Jags in the final <laughs> game of the season, but, um, you know, Jonathan Taylor, Darius Leonard, DeForest Buckner, Michael Pittman. This team's got talent. All around the roster, I think the Colts end up winning that division. I agree. I got the Colts too. I think they need to get another wide receiver. But other than that, man, they're a very well-rounded team. Um, you know, yeah, that's what I got. Um, now probably the, not probably the best division in the NFL, the AFC West. You could say any of the four teams, and I. Couldn't be mad at it because they're all insanely talented. My pick is the Raiders. Um, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams. Those two guys are going to lead over the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to be like second. I think it'll go Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs, Broncos. Um, But I think it'll be a really close battle with the Chargers, and then the Raiders will sneak away with it. Uh, How about you? I uh I think Chargers take it. I mean, even with Brandon Staley at head coach, man, I think Justin Herbert has an MVP season. 
And I think Keenan Allen also has a Michael Thomas-esque season. Uh, I mean, you know, I can agree with the Raiders. I know you're really high on Derek Carr, man. And they could for sure, I like you said, man, anybody in this division could take it. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. All right. Let's move on to the NFC. NFC East. Won by the Cowboys last year. Um, kind of a weird division. I'm going to take the Cowboys again, but it's going to be a really big battle with the Eagles. Um, I was That was the one I was back and forth with. I'm going to take the Cowboys just because I think they have more talent, but I think it'll be close with Philly. I agree. I'm taking the Cowboys. I think Jalen Hurts is going to take a big step forward this year. And like you said, it could it could it could really go either way with them. Yep, NFC North, pretty easy. I got Green Bay. How about you? I'm gonna like Ooh. I'm gonna take the Packers, but I think the Vikings could definitely make it. I think the De- the Vikings could definitely make it. I think Devontae Adams is a big part of the offense, and the Packers obviously he's the best wide receiver in the league. But yeah, I mean. I don't know. I'm expecting big things from uh, big things from uh, Justin Jefferson. Uh, I mean, I think it could get a little competitive in that division. Good. Only with Minnesota, though, probably. But yeah, you know, I mean, Justin Jefferson, arguably the second best wide receiver in the league behind Devontae Adams. So um, I could see that. But I do take the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, still that guy. NFC South, I got the Bucks. Pretty bad division. Uh, sorry, dude, <laughs> but, uh, I don't, I don't see the Falcons competing with the bucks. I don't see the Panthers competing or, or the saints. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I got the bucks too. It's, the, it's their division to lose. Falcons win like six games, which is kind of a hot take because everyone thinks they're going to suck, but it's going to be really fun to watch them. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, everybody in that vision is just terrible. Yeah. And finally the NFC West. Ooh, man. Oh, man. Pretty good division, man. You got the Rams who won the Super Bowl. You got my Niners in there who made it to the NFC Championship game last year. And you got the Cardinals who are kind of tough to grade, but overall, good team. And then Seattle's not going to be in it. It's going to be a battle between the Niners and the Rams, I think, uh, for this division. I don't like to be that biased guy. I always put my bias aside when I make sports takes. I do. And I was going back and forth with this like all day when I was making my lists. But I think the Niners end up winning the NFC West this year. A lot of that comes down to how high I am on Trey Lance. I really like Trey Lance. And the biggest thing the Niners were missing last year was a quarterback. Jimmy held them back so much. I like what I saw from Trey Lance last season. I think he's going to lead this team. It'll be a battle, but I think he'll lead this team past the Rams and end up winning the NFC West. The whole Debo situation, that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out Mm -hmm. because with Debo, obviously we're probably going to be a better offense because we don't know who we'll pick with the, with the picks that we get if we end up trading him. But you know, nonetheless, Give me the Niners win the NFC West. I uh, I I was in the same predicament as you were. I mean, 
I want to say the Rams, but the Niners could easily take it. It really depends on Trey Lance, and especially if, man, I don't know. OBJ, I feel like, is a very big part of the Rams' offense, man. And, I mean, obviously the Rams' defense is insane. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to go with Rams right now. I feel like that's, like, the safe choice. But oh, it really depends on Trey Lance. It really depends on if he's going to boom. Yep, it does, dude. It does. I think he will. Like I said, I, I'm a big Trey Lance guy, so I think I think he'll be good. Um, it, there'll be some mistakes in there because he's young, but you know I think I think he's gonna be fine. I think he'll lead uh, 49ers into the uh, division title, into the playoffs, baby, back to back years. You know, we'll see it again. Um, but yeah, man, anything else you got with those uh, division predictions? Anything else you want to add? Uh, no, no, not really. Right on, bro. Well. Maybe we should start to wrap things up, man. I uh, That was pretty much everything we wanted to cover. I really appreciate you coming on, bro. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, go ahead, man. What else? Uh, you got any uh, social medias you want to let the people know where to where to find you at, bro? Uh, I mean, you can follow me on Instagram, Finnegan Feltz. Uh, mm-hmm. Same thing on Twitter. Uh, yep. TikTok, I guess it's just Finn Feltz. And that's really it, man. Yeah, man. Follow my boy, Finn. Um, you know, and, you know, if you want to stay up to date with, you know, all things, the night shift and watch clips and all that, you can follow us on Instagram at the night shift pod. You can follow us on TikTok at the night shift pod, and you can follow us on Twitter at the night shift two T's in the beginning, two T's at the end. Um, I really appreciate you guys listening. If you're still here, um, it was a lot of fun, man. Thanks again, Finn, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, man. So anyone out there, if you're listening right on and i'll be back next week for another episode thank you guys that'll be it for me i'm out peace